This is the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, created by the team of Becker's Healthcare, a multimedia company devoted to the people who power U.S. healthcare. Four new 15-minute episodes are released daily, containing industry news, analysis, and thought leadership from powerful healthcare decision makers. Support our show by leaving it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you use. It's a chance to tell us what you like about the show and act on your feedback. Thanks for listening. Now here's the episode. This is Randy Hosman with Becker's Payer Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Dr. Crystal Rabi. She's the Associate Chief Medical Officer of Health Alliance. Crystal, would you introduce yourself and tell us a bit about your background? Sure. I am Crystal Rabi. As you said, uh, I am a pediatrician by training. After my pediatric residency, I did an academic general peds fellowship. Um, which is where I first became interested in managed care and the health insurance space. Um, about 10 years later, I fully transitioned out of clinical care, academic um, clinical medicine to work for a health plan. I worked for a national player, payer for about eight years, and two years ago, I transitioned to working as the Associate Chief Medical Officer for Health Alliance. Great. Do you want to talk a bit about your top priorities for the rest of the year in your role? Yeah. So just a little bit, I think it's important to know who Health Alliance is when we talk about our priorities because um, we are a provider-driven health plan that is based in Champaign, Illinois. And if anybody knows anything about Illinois, we're sort of, we're a university town that's in the middle of a large rural area. And we um, are the largest health insurer in downstate Illinois. We are part of a integrated health system called Carl Health, um, which has not just um, Health Alliance, but also Health Alliance Northwest, um, First Carolina Care, two other health plans. First Carolina Care is based in North Carolina, and Health Alliance Northwest is based out of the state of Washington. We also have um, eight hospitals, multi-specialty physician group. We uh, have a partnership with um, the University of Illinois, and we have the Carl Illinois College of Medicine. So we really are an all-encompassing health system that is in the middle of a rural area. And, you know, why is that important? Well, why do I mention that before um, diving into the top priorities? And that is because we are really focused on connecting with our members and our providers um, and really streamlining our communication, it, mostly through our, um, our new administrative platform uh, called Project Tapestry, but also just really looking at the different ways that we engage to maximize um, member and provider satisfaction. We are committed to improving the well-being of all of our members by bringing really laser-focused customer service and um, benefit programs that have been clearly demonstrated to improve lives. We use our STARS ratings as the way that we track that impact that we're having um, with our members. So looking at the member experience, 
um, specifically through our omni-channel communication. It's really important to us that we meet the member where they are. Like I said, many of our members are, um, they live in a rural community, they might have difficulty with different access to care, and they have unique healthcare issues, and we want to provide culturally sensitive, evidence-based, appropriate care. Uh, we, you know, provide face-to-face, -face, well, virtual face-to-face -face behavioral health support, and we really look at what the needs of the members are and how we can maximize being um, a community partner with not just those that we serve, but also the community as a whole. Other priorities, we are constantly looking at our prior authorization process. There's been a lot about the prior authorization process in the news lately. Um, we have had um, a, a process for many years looking at our um, prior authorization to see um, which procedures, medications, et cetera, are, is, there really, is there real value to prior authorizing it? We um, regularly you know, revise and evaluate our prior authorization list. In fact, just in at the beginning of 2023, we um, changes to our prior authorization list resulted in a projected a decrease in almost 30,000 prior authorizations over the, over the scope of the, of the year. So those are um, really our priorities for um, the remainder of this year. I see. I think prior authorization and figuring that out is so important, especially in the ruler environment where people can be driving so long to go to the pharmacy only to find out they can't pick it up yet, they have to wait a bit, and that it's not really in their hands or the pharmacy, it's between the hospital and the payer and trying to figure that out. So it's good to hear that like you obviously recognize that and you are trying to figure that out and again, meeting the patient where they are. Yes, yes, I agree. Especially if you have to drive considerable distance for some of our members that, you know, it can be 20 or 30 minutes just to get to a pharmacy, um, let alone a healthcare provider. We want to make that process as smooth as possible for them. Yeah, definitely. And going along with that, what are some other programs or initiatives that have been the most needle moving for you in the last year? Yeah, um, I, I can't say enough good things about our population health division. Um, it really, really is outstanding. And we have been um, continuing the transition. I don't think it's anything new, continuing that transition from volume to um, value. And our population health services organization really leads the way in that regard. We partner with our um, providers to um, identify, you know, resources and frameworks where we can support our members. Um, for example, we, in the second part of this year, we are partnering with Carl and looking at members who have um, higher BMIs and how can we help them to, you know, lower their weight, reduce their risk factors for additional health challenges. And how we did that is we really took a collaborative approach, not a, hey, here's the health plan working on something, here's the provider working on something. We really came together 
with a committee of physicians and pharmacists and administrators from all areas across the system, we looked at data and we really tried to define what best practices look like for this disease process. Um, and from there, we can take some of the insights and identify um, what are the you know, real evidence-based practices that can not just reduce our costs, which is always nice, but also increase the health of the member um, in a meaningful way, which ultimately also helps with not just our costs, but also um, the members' out-of-pocket costs. Another program that we are really proud of is our remote patient monitoring program. It's just really so value-rich um, and has just paid back dividends in so many different ways. I mean, remote patient monitoring is a way where members can stay healthy from, you know, the comfort of their own home. And they are able to, you know, we reach out to them via um, weekly text messages or phone calls, ask about their, you know, condition-specific symptoms, hypertension, you know, weight gain for, for heart failure, et cetera. And it really has shown to be a huge patient satisfier because now they don't have to, again, drive a distance to go into a doctor's office in order to um, have their, you know, these very routine checks that can be done at home. The feedback from our customers has been, you know, fantastic. Um, and we are seeing better, um, better health outcomes for our members that are involved in re remote patient monitoring. Um, it is free. Uh, we, you know, provide all of the, the equipment and we've just been really, really happy with with our remote patient monitoring. And then, you know, finally, um, we partnered with Virta Health. Virta is a technolo healthcare technology company that works at um, reversing type 2 diabetes and other metabolic conditions. Um, and that has been really beneficial. Participants are losing weight, they're lowering their A1C, their hemoglobin A1C, um, getting, you know, getting off of their, you know, diabetic drugs and also within that program, our customers, our members have been just really very, very happy. That's great to hear. It sounds like you're really diversifying how you're approaching this and trying to impact multiple areas at once with like virtual and also just your collaboration across so many different sectors of healthcare, which is so interesting to hear. Yeah, it's very gratifying. What are some other ways you're thinking about growth and member experience? You know, for us, and, you know, we may have heard the adage, you know, healthcare is local, and we have plans on, you know, coast to coast. We, like, as I said, we have, you know, First Carolina Care, which is in North Carolina. We have Health Alliance Northwest, which is out of the state of Washington. And we really want to partner with our members um, in their healthcare journey in a way that is, Again, you know, culturally appropriate and sensitive for them because we believe that that is the best way to impact and improve their, their health outcomes. We do that by, you know, building trust within a community in order to expand the membership. So um, if we have good outcomes, we know that especially in the smaller communities that, you know, we partner with health systems 
within a small community. And we know that, you know, small communities, there is a lot of, you know, discussion amongst um, people around their health care. And, you know, by building the trust in the community and hopefully other um, people in the community seeing what great service um, our members are getting, that they are then, you know, in encouraged to, and they feel like that's something that they want for themselves, and then we grow in, in that way. Um, we are always looking for opportunities to bring value to our rural members um, and to help and grow in that regard um, as more and more people see the value of the value we are providing as a health insurance plan. You know, we have a number of different partnerships throughout the region. Um, we really um, are looking at such, just like the remote patient monitoring, other innovative ways that we can bring healthcare, um, as um, someone once said, we can bring healthcare, you know, to the kitchen table rather than to the, um, the exam table. Um, so that may be, you know, hospital and home services, the um, remote patient monitoring I mentioned, the, um, you know, virtual care, any way that we can leverage technology to bring um, healing and healthcare closer to closer to home. Hopefully, people will see that we were the um, the JD Power 2023 um, voted the best commercial member health plan. Um, and so, hopefully, with that, more people will you know be encouraged to enroll as we know um, open enrollment season is upon us, um, at least for us. I just got my open enrollment email. Medicare Advantage open, en open enrollment is around the corner. Um, crazy to believe that. I feel like we just finished <laughs> open enrollment for 2023. And, you know, as I alluded to a little bit earlier, it's like partnering with like-minded health systems where we have aligned cultures. We, you know, are serving, you know, similar communities um, and really focusing on, you know, value and high quality outcomes, building, you know, holistic healthcare services for those communities. We want to continue to expand the outreach and the uptake of our, um, of our health and wellness brand, Halley. Um, we have a Halley app that is free for all of our members where um, we engage with our members and we have a number of different offerings for them. Um, you know, resources, information, exclusive content, you name it, you know, recipes, all of that good stuff. Um, and so really expanding um, the uptake of, of Halley would be, is, is another um, plan for, for growth. I see. And when you're evaluating these hospitals to make sure you're aligning, aligning across all of these different aspects of how you deliver care, what are some of the things that you're looking for to make sure that it's a good fit? Well, um, we look for uh, a common philosophy around um, value-based care, around you know the importance of treating the member as a whole, uh, not just the sickness in front of them, um, taking into account all um, the potential um, areas of um, health, you know, inequity, um, difficulties in access, especially as we're dealing with a rural, if we are, you know, working with a rural um, community, 
where our, I would say, a similar approach to addressing barriers to uh, maximizing their health outcomes. I see. And I know it's so important how you were talking about making sure that you understand the community before going in. Just looking at, like, Champaign, Illinois, it's so different than many other places in Illinois. Like, for example, Chicago and Champaign have not a lot in common other than the fact that they're in Illinois. And treating populations in both of those places would be so different. We, we currently do not have many members in Chicago, um, and we prefer to really focus on our um, downstate and central Illinois growth for many of the reasons you mentioned. Well, Crystal, it was a pleasure speaking with you today, and I look forward to connecting again soon. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there.